Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. All right, who's ready for the word this morning? All right, for the others that aren't, I'm going to go, I'm just going to try really hard. I'm just going to give it to you this way. In John 15, starting in verse 9, it says this. It says, as the Father loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. That's amazing. As, As the Father has loved me, Jesus speaking, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you'll abide in my love. Just as I love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And greater love has no one than this, than they lay down their life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all things that I've learned from my Father, I've made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you. I love that. You didn't choose, you think you chose Jesus. You think you made a, a decision for Jesus, but Jesus, before the beginning of time, chose you. Jesus is taken by you. Jesus is in love with you. You are the apple of his eye. He loves you, doesn't call you just a a servant or a follower or a disciple or a co-laborer. He calls you friend. You did not choose me. I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. Whatever you ask in my Father's name, he may give you. These things I command you that you love one another. In Matthew 22, 36, it says, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. I love this. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment? If I'm going to follow anything, if, if my life is going to be governed by something that you, you ask me to do, what should it be? It's love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength, with all of your being and love your neighbour as yourself. So this morning, I, want to, I just want to look at the concept of friends and friendship. Because honestly, I feel like having friends and being friendly is almost a lost art in society today. Because of the circumstances we face, because of the conditions of life, uh, and the, am I going into lockdown again? Are we, where, is there limitations? Is there isolation? What's, the, the, it's almost a lost art, and people are retreating back into themselves rather than living open and friendly towards others. Um, I, I don't know. I got, I've got great friends. I've got amazing friends in my life. Who's got great friends in their life? Fantastic. That's good. We need friends. Friends just make life better. Uh, A victory by yourself is a hollow victory. Walking through a challenge by yourself is a burden almost too much to handle, but when it's done with friends, the victory is that much sweeter. When when I walk through a challenge in a time of of struggle or burden or, or, or weight and anxiety, when I've got a friend that walks beside me that encourages me and speaks into my world, what was unbearable becomes bearable. And I want to encourage you, we are the church of Jesus Christ. We should be the most friendly people on the planet, the most in, you know, inspiring, the most on fire, the most 
you know, filled with, with joy and vision towards the future. Amen? I'm going to do one more thing, and I'm sorry about this this morning. I just need to change the angle of my screen. That's better. And, and like I said, I'm not sure if you'll agree, but I just I feel like things have changed and life's getting busier. The, the price of almost everything is increasing, and, and pressures faced daily seem to be all-consuming. It's a big life. It's a, it's a really big life that we live. And, and I'm talking to people regularly, and, and, and if I'm hearing anything, it's that people, to an extent, are tired. And they're a little wearied and a little stressed, and they're carrying pressures. And I just want to encourage us here this morning, don't carry those pressures on your own. You don't have to do life alone. Before you chose me, I chose you, and I called you friends. God wants to walk with you in life as a friend, not just a saviour, not just your Lord, not He wants to walk with you daily as a friend. And again, don't pull back. We shouldn't do life this way. And what I love in John 10, 10, it says this, I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. And I know this is a scripture we all know. I've come, the devil comes only to steal, kill and destroy. But I have come. Jesus came to give you life and life more abundantly. And you know what? I believe that the abundant and fun life is found in friendship. Friendship with God and friendship with others. Friendship with our, with our creator and our saviour and friendship with those that he brings across our paths. And we all need friends. Friends that just get us. Friends that understand us. Frailties and all. Friends who know what we've been through and love us regardless. I think through, you know, Nick Danswan, and Nick Danswan's just a great, sweet-spirited person, but she just call a thing what it is. And she just, she'll just she'll just say, hey, and she, she'll call it, but that's a friend, that's a true friend that goes, I've noticed this, and I want to say this, and she's fun, and she brings life everywhere she goes. And I just think church should be a place where we can make friends, and we can be friendly. And I want to encourage you, don't just come and do church. Find friends and do life with them. Come together, let's celebrate corporately, but then do life uh, beyond church. And as I was saying, the reason I just want to look at this subject is because Jesus called his disciples friends. Now, these guys were a ragtag bunch of misfits, essentially. Guys that were in trade or guys that were, you know, fishermen or guys that were whatever it was, physicians, but they, they, they shouldn't have matched. They shouldn't have worked together. But Jesus said, come along with me, let's get with in common vision and common purpose and watch what life looks like. And this ragtag bunch of misfits became his friends. I love that. This is the saviour of the world. Jesus Christ, God incarnate, birthed into the earth, said, I don't want to just reveal things to you. I just don't want to just release miracles upon you. I don't want to just heal you. I want to be your friend. And I think sometimes our view of God is that he's this ethereal being that's far off in the galaxies. But but God wants to be close. And the thing is, he can only be as close as we allow him to be in our lives. As close as we allow him to come in. And, you know, just I wanted to read John 15 again. It says, as the Father loved me, I've also loved you. Abide in my love. Abide in that friendship. Invest into that friendship. Invest into that relationship. Abide in my love. And, you know, I've said it many times from from Psalm 91. It says, those who dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. 
So those who cho- choose to position themselves shall abide in my presence, covered by my, my hand, favoured of heaven. It's, it's in our choosing to put ourselves in close relationship and proximity with Jesus that we get to abide in his love. And, and I love this. Um, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved. Greater love has no one than this, and they lay down in their one's life for their friends. Our lives are worth being spent for others. It's worth spending time and energy and affection and being generous with those that God brings into our anybody that comes across our path because we're called to be salt and light in a dark and hurting world. We're called to flavour other people's worlds. We're called to illuminate their path towards relationship and friendship with Jesus. Amen? So this morning you need to know that God calls you his friend and he wants that friendship to bear fruit. He calls you his friends and he says that I want my joy to remain in you, that your joy may be full. The reason he calls us friends is that we would replicate friendship with others in our lives and that eventually we would lead them. The fruit of our lives should be somebody else coming into relationship and friendship with Jesus. Amen? Does everybody remember the show, Friends? Friends are still playing today. It's on repeat. Uh, but it's, it was a really cool show. And what it basically did is it just showed the interactions of six friends who were, again, misfits, who, again, were from all walks of life. Can everybody remember their names? Come on. Ross, Joey, Chandler, Monica, Rachel, Phoebe. You get a card. The thing is this, it, it, what we saw when we watched Friends was friends interacting at a coffee shop, friends interacting at work, going about their daily lives, coming home and, and doing life together. But I, I could be wrong, but today's friendships look very different. You know, that was the 80s, that was the 90s, that's when people would... But I don't nowadays necessarily have tangible friends, breathing human beings that I can get together. Today it's, uh, I, I, you know... The, and, and these guys are people that we can talk with, we can do lunch with, we can get our families together and go on holiday with. But nowadays, it's, it's the idea of friendship is texting yeah. or liking yeah. or tagging yeah. or reposting. Wow. And I don't know about you, but I don't want my relationship to be done on social media or via the internet. You know, that sounds like stalking to me. In the 90s, you would have gone to jail if I was texting, reposting, posting, hosting, whatever. It's, I, I, want, I want real life, tangible relationships where I can walk beside somebody. I can cry with somebody if we need to cry. Laugh when it's time to laugh. Because life is that much sweeter when it's done together. We were created for a relationship. The world needs you and I open and free to be friendly every day. Amen. And, you know, it's funny because in Proverbs, all through Proverbs, when we read it, it's apparent that who we have in our world determines our future. Who we invite, who we're friendly with, who we interact with uh, affects our future. In Proverbs 12, 26, if the righteous should choose his his friends carefully for the way of wicked leads, the way of the wicked leads them astray. And there's a great saying that says, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Show me who you interact with. Show me who you do daily life with. Show me who speaks into your world, whose shoulders you rub with, and I'll show you your future. And uh, I just thought, you know, let's ask the question, why is it important to be friendly and have friends? And I thought this, I thought authentic friends, real friendships, not 
social media friends, not Facebook friends, not people that I can mute and unmute and like and unfollow and follow, real friends that I can get on the phone with. Real friends encourage us. And real friends believe in us, you know, in our faith, in our goals, in our families. I think through Fraser Rowe, a great friend of mine, and he rings me with intentionality. He says, how's Melissa? How are the kids? I know Zach went to state swimming last week. How did he do? And he shows real interest. And that encourages me because when life's trying to break me down and trying to come in, you know, like a flood, when somebody comes in as a friend who truly cares, they're not interested in what they can get from me. They're interested in me. It, it, it encourages me and I go, you know what, I'm, my spirit's buoyed again. Let's go again. Let's do another week. Let's do another month. Let's keep going. Yeah, I'm going to dream again. I'm going to believe for more. There's more in life for each of us and it's found in friendship. Uh, the second thing is, is real authentic friends challenge us. Friends don't just blow smoke. Real friends see deficiencies in our life and they call them out. Hey, you know what? I see you do this, but maybe you shouldn't do this. Maybe there's a better way. Real friends challenge us, and I love that. And and because the challenge helps us to succeed, the the challenge helps us not to give up on the dreams and desires that we hold dear, the promises that God has spoken into our life. I want to encourage you: be a friend that challenges your friends. Not to give up, not to give in, to keep pressing forward, to keep going, to strive for more, because that's what God has for us. The Bible says that the way of the righteous winds upwards. The way of the righteous, the way of the faithful, those who believe and stand in faith in Christ, their life winds upwards. Uh, third thing is they motivate us. Um, it's, it's highly motivating to know that somebody loves you. That, for me, is a motivating factor, to know that somebody's in your corner, that somebody's standing with you when all of hell may be coming against you or life seems to be conspiring against your world, that somebody loves you. Somebody needs to know that they're loved. We can be that in our communities, with our friends and our families. Amen? Amen. Friends, listen to us. Uh, They open their ears and their hearts to our words, and we need to be heard. Everybody needs to be heard. Uh, and, and I know, you know, I want to be heard. I know Melissa wants to be heard. It's a desire of our heart. It's, a, it's human nature that we want to be heard. You know, real friends celebrate with us. I want to encourage you, celebrate other people's victories. Celebrate other people's lives. Just celebrate the good. Find the good in every person you meet. Be that friend that just encourages and just pumps up. Jürgen is that to me. I ring him and, and for 10 minutes straight on the phone... Cheche, he's ringing from America in a weird time zone. Cheche, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm just driving my car, but now I feel good about driving my car because he's so pumped that I'm doing something. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just driving the car in traffic, and I was going to honk the guy in front of me. Now I'm not going to. He's like, how are the kids? What's going on? I said, oh man, the surf was good. I bet you were ripping out there. I can't surf that good. He's like, you, you must have been. So now I feel like Kelly Slater. I feel like I must be the best surfer on the planet because he. Every conversation I have with Jürgen, I come away feeling 10 foot tall and bulletproof. I can take the world on. I can can overcome anything. I can get through today. Let's be that for somebody else. Let's be that source of inspiration. and Let's celebrate. I don't want to pull people down when they're winning. Celebrate with them. Champion them. Bless them. The Bible says that that as we bless, we'll be blessed. As you sow, you shall reap. Amen. Real friends breathe with us. When we're walking through a tough time, it's not superficial. It's not, you know, I'm going to say what I think you need to hear. It's, it's they grieve with you. And sometimes that's all you need. You don't even need a word. You just need presence. 
You need a friend standing with you that goes shoulder to shoulder. You know what? If you're hurting, I'm hurting. If you're in pain, I'm in pain. But we are going to get through this. We are going to get to the other side. We are going to overcome. Real friends keep us honest. Because who knows this, that sometimes we hold others to a, a higher account than we hold ourselves. Sometimes there's a, one set of rules for others and another set of rules. But real friends will hold you accountable and keep you honest in life. I like that. I read that a study recently from Harvard Medical School said that real friendship adds joy to our lives. Real friendship. It says that uh, the more friends that a woman had, the more likely they were to be leading a joyful life. So there was this correlation between having more friends and being joyful in life. Uh, and I don't know about you, but half the time I can be driving along and I just think about my friends and just thinking about my friends makes me feel better. I'm not with them even, but I'm just thinking about my real friends. I'm thinking about the fun we've had in the past. I'm thinking about the laughter that we've shared. Nick and Michelle on a, on a New Year's Eve, hanging together, laughing, wearing crazy glowing goggles and, and headdresses and whatever else and, and eating pizza and having fun. Justin and Ange are just going out to dinner and Justin making inappropriate jokes and we're <laughs> laughing our head off and then going home. And I just feel like, you know what? I, I get happy thinking about my real friendships. And the thing is, it's not everybody is going to be that real friend in your world, but I want to encourage you to invest into those friendships that you do truly have, that you've been blessed with in life. Uh, and I was talking to Pete Walsh the other day, and he said, solitary confinement is considered a cruel and unusual punishment because it's been scientifically proven that isolation has adverse effects on the human body, soul, and spirit. You see, the reason they isolated people and separated people, it was a form of torture. And again, we haven't been created for isolation. If you've retreated in this season, I want to encourage you, let's come back strong. Let's come back on fire. Let's come back pumped up. And that's what it says in Hebrews. We're not of those that shrink back. We're of those that press forward under salvation. We're of those that press forward into life. I'm going to embrace the abundant life. I'm going to embrace all that God has for me. And I'm going to be bringing my friends along with me. Amen. Real friendship improves our health. And this, again, is scientifically proven that authentic friendships actually result in better health. So, so just, just again, not isolating ourselves, not retreating, not just going into our head or going into our situation and going, you know, hang it, I'm going to keep doing life while I walk through a tough time. I'm going to keep doing uh, friendship. I'm going to keep exercise or whatever it may be because friends make life better. And you know what? There's, there's power in friendship, uh, good and bad. 1 Corinthians 5.33 says, don't be misled, bad company corrupts good character. Uh, we've got to be careful. Wrong, wrong connections and wrong voices and wrong input to our world can have a negative effect. Uh, you know, Proverbs 18.24 says, One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who, click, who sticks closer to a brother. i got friends in my world that I text most mornings, that I text, you know, most Sundays, enjoy Sunday, enjoy church, enjoy those that God brings across your path. I love you, you're amazing, you inspire me. And it just, it just happens. It just because they're real friends in my world. They're, they're, there's people that need you to do that for them. Proverbs 13, 20 says, Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. Proverbs 27, 5 says, Better is an open rebuke than hidden love. Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an, empty, but an enemy multiplies kisses. And then Proverbs 17, 17 says, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. 
A friend loves at all times. Let's be that person for somebody else. Let's be that person, and again, with intentionality. And so I just thought, I'm going to show us how to be a good friend. So the first thing is smile. Just smile. Chris loves a mate. Chris loves, you walk into a room or she walks into a room and she lights it up because she smiles. If you want to invoke friendliness, if you want to invoke friendship, smile. You're, you, you may not be feeling happy, but tell your face to get happy. Tell you, and you might have a resting face. Let's get rid of the resting face and then, let's smile. It, it, it actually takes less muscles to smile than it does to frame. So it's like exercising. Everybody smile. Can you just give me a smile this morning? Come on, Kirk. Smile at me, brother. This is good. Mark, give me a smile. Let's see, you feel better about yourself when you smile. When I walk towards somebody and they're frowning or they're dropping their eyes or they're not looking, you're like, I, I don't want to engage. I, I don't feel like you're open to communication or anything else. But when somebody's smiling, it's just like this open invitation. It's like I've known you forever. I, I, you may not even know the person, but if they're smiling, I'm like, I want to talk to you. You're making me feel good about myself. And this can be in an aisle at Coles or it can be walking down the beach. But just to smile is, is a powerful thing. Um, the second thing is pay positive attention. And you go, well, what do you mean? Pay positive attention. Pay positive attention. Be attentive. Uh, look at people in the eye. Put your technology down. You know, actually ask questions that are engaging questions, not one-word answer, convoking questions. Look at people and say, oh, I'm interested in your world. You're telling me a story. I, I don't want to interject. Melissa says this all the time. Christian, stop. Just listen. I'm like, but I'm, but I'm, I'm interested. I want to engage. I want to back and forth. She goes, no, you've got to listen first before you back and forth. And, and so I have to pay positive attention. I need to slow down, listen first, and then, because my head's going. Well, you don't even know what I'm thinking right now. I'm thinking lots of things. They're, they're all good, mostly good. They're pretty good. But pay positive attention. Third thing is listen. Melissa also says things about this. But listen, listen to people. And can I encourage you to listen between the words? Because it's the, 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 the pauses, it's the how it's said. It's not just what's said, but what's really being said. If you want to be a good friend, listen. Learn to listen. I'm learning to listen. Listen is to listen to me more, Vicky. But anyway, um, listen. Listen to people. When people feel heard, that's almost all they need. You know, and, we, and it's, it's an answer half the time doesn't even have to be given. It's just you've heard me. I know you've heard me. You slowed yourself. You stilled yourself. You got rid of distraction. The worst thing is to be talking to someone. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. You know, it's just like I just had my leg cut off. and I'm, you know, Yeah, yeah, that's great. No, no. Listen. Um, fourth thing, be real and, and talk truth. Be real with people. Talk truth into their world. You don't have to accept circumstance or where they're at. You can speak faith, but but truth and faith. And, and come on, you will get through this. Come on, you will overcome. Come, you can do this. You're bigger than this. Don't don't regress. Don't get negative. Don't get down. You are you are so much more than what I'm hearing coming from. Speak truth into people's worlds and build them up. Uh, be yourself. Everybody else is taken, so just be yourself. Just be you. People like you. Jesus chose you before you chose him. 
He says, and I love you with an everlasting love and I want you to go and love your neighbours. Just be you. Because yeah. you're awesome. Yeah. Just as you are. With your faults, with your flaws, with your failings. As you are, God wants to use you. God wants you to impact lives. And there are unique, sovereign connections and relationships that God has ordained for you that if you don't smile and you don't listen and you don't pay positive attention and you don't speak truth, that that person may never be impacted like God wants them to be impacted. He can use anyone, but he wants to use you. Amen? Open yourself up to people. Encourage. Be generous. Be inclusive. And be fun. Be fun. Have fun. Life's too short. Let's lighten up. I, I can. I have a propensity to think through everything that's going in my head, and there's a million things going through my head, and I can be pulled this way, and I can be pulled. But you know what? The moment is what matters. Yeah. And if you're in a moment with friends and with people, and and just just enjoy yourself and have fun. Lighten up. You're not that important. You're awesome, but you're not that important. And God loves you, but not more than the moment. He wants you in the moment to be fully and wholly you. He wants you to experience the abundant life in every moment you find yourself in. And I'm, I don't want to look back and go, I wasted so many years getting so intense and so worked up and so wound up because of a moment that I missed the moments that matter. And the moments that matter are with people and who God brings across your path. Amen? You know just as uh, Jesus calls us his friends, we should look to make friends with others so that they can enter into relationship and friendship with Jesus. The totality of your life is to love God who chose you first and to love other people. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.